Hey guys, welcome to the Lane Foundations podcast. This is your co-host Davis Hambrick. Joining alongside me always is Walker Lot. What's up, Walker? Good afternoon, Mr. Hambrick. How are you doing today? It's good night. I'm about to leave you right now in a few minutes, actually. Oh, that's right. It's eight. You gotta go to bed. <laughs> right. I stayed. I everyone, you know. So Davis and I's projects are close to each other now, and so uh, two weeks ago uh, we went. We got to hang out together. Next week we get to hang out together. And man, he does go to sleep. He's like, man, I'm getting tired. I gotta go to bed. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm straight <laughs> later. Uh, how late did you stay up that night? Not the, not that late, man. Maybe like nine thirty or something. Oh, oh yeah, it's uh, late. If I if I don't go to if ten. I'm not asleep by nine o'clock the next day when I'm waking up at four, I'm hurt. I really am. It's rough. That's on fair. Me. I understand. It, it's fair. But man, today's a today's guest was awesome. His name is Ed Rivera. Uh, he is known on linkedin for elevators he's the elevator guy if you haven't seen him yet go check him out uh but dude is dude's awesome he he knows his stuff man he's been in the elevator industry for 20 years been in the union for 16 uh just got to hear some cool stories got to learn about about elevators and, and how they work and just the whole process of it but but man what you think of it man it was cool because uh, we didn't really get into it but one of the most fascinating things about elevators is that just like he said, they do so much. They run yeah. their conduit. They pull wire. Uh, they work on it at the panel. They weld steel. Like they just do the jack of all trades. And but but then again, they're one trade. And so what you have to do to become a, an elevator mechanic was pretty cool. Just like a, another union, but there's a uh, there's a test we have to get my, uh, make the mechanics test. But man, I'm just so thankful not for just him to do about elevators, but you know he yeah. talked a lot about. Um, kind of the intangibles of what it yep. takes to really be a successful person, a constructor, he calls it, but to be successful in construction. And I think that just for our generation, people that are listening, man, there's so many highlights of just intangibles that when he, he, when he says it, you should write it down and try to apply it because some of those stuff is the exact things I'm thinking about, trying to write about, trying to, you know, try to ask about in the podcast. And he just, he mentions it and you're just like, man, you hit spot on. And yeah. I appreciate him obviously teaching us about elevators. I feel like I'm highly educated now, even though I probably know nothing, but he, you know, he made me feel that way. This, it goes back to like, you know, he made us, he believed in us, you know, he, right. he taught us something. Yeah. And just like he said, he had someone that believed in him. And so just try to replicate that. That's what I took away from it. I completely agree. He just taught a lot of good life lessons, valuable life lessons that you can apply to anything, any job. It doesn't even have to be construction. Uh, guys I, I'm, I'm super pumped for you guys to hear this and if you want to know if you can bring an elevator down by jumping on it at the end then listen up because we dive deep into the safety aspects of elevators without further ado ed rivera right well ed let's go and let's kind of shift you let's get a little technical i want to know about what is this modernization of elevators so i i think on my last job the if I can make it in layman's terms, basically they kept the, the guts of this old service elevator and modernized it with, I think, yep. new electrical components. But tell me what exactly is this new thing with uh, just elevator modernization? Yeah. So, you know, an elevator modernization, at least here in uh, in the States, or I can speak for like New York City, uh, the scope's going to vary, right? It's going to vary from project to project. Um, you have you an elevator machine, um, you have elevated controllers, you have the whole hall doors that you see, the car doors, the cab. So yep. there's 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 a there's several components that go into to an elevator. 
Um, and based on the elevator modernization scope, it'll dictate what we're going to change. Now, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, the elevator rails are going to stay. Um, the canoe rails, the rails are going to stay, your entrances are going to stay, and you're going to upgrade the equipment within. So like you'll rip out an elevator machine that was probably operating, you know, um, on DC and putting in a new AC machine, you know, okay. to get some more energy efficiencies. Uh, elevator controllers, they'll, they'll be removed and uh, new ones installed to meet all of the current code requirements. Okay. Um, yep. Then you'll have the elevator hall doors that everyone sees. They ride on a track and they have, uh, you know, and they have uh, hangers. It's all, all those door components will be changed. And now okay. it can be a complete swap to a completely new product um, or basically an upgrade, a, you know, taking the same, we call it like say GAL, it's a manufacturer. Sometimes you're just taking out GAL and putting GAL in. Okay. Or sometimes you're taking out a, a Westinghouse, uh, yeah. which yeah, it's, it's, it's old, much older and putting on a GAL yeah. or a Witter. You know, so, uh, you know, you're retrofitting cool. a couple of things into um, existing steel. But the scope itself, it, you know, it, it can be basic, just a controller to a full-blown, you know, machine removal, uh, big, big That's work. Awesome. Like the last, the, last, the last project I was on before I, um, you know, left to take on this new opportunity, it was big. It was 800, you know, 800-foot building, um, you know, 1,400 oh, right. feet a minute. Yeah, 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 800 Dang. feet up, 60. 60 stories, you know, monster machines. Mm. I think we did the tally. We took out from the top of the building about, it was near 50,000 pounds of steel. <laughs> Call it 40, <laughs> 45. Yeah, because each 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 machine was about 11,000 pounds in total. And that, um, that's the motor on top, on top yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yep, that's, that's right. a general, like, attraction elevator. Okay. Generally on, on at the top. This this multiple configurations but yeah for the most part they're they're on top okay. and uh yeah that project yeah we did the tally it was around like 40 45,000 and the the controllers yeah it was near near 50,000 pounds of steel we took out and how'd then y'all take it out we, we break it down man strategic man yeah. with torches yeah. oh you can't tell no, us can no, you? no 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 man just okay. just just yeah good old ratchets man Dang. ratchets oh. and yeah and, el- and elbow grease Oh, that, that's yeah, it just hoisted it all the way down well yeah so the the project was uh so we had a uh, well down to the to the 60th floor the top landing and <laughs> then from so for us when we take apart the machines um yeah. now the service elevator we're limited to the capacity of the elevator so that that elevator had a capacity of four thousand pounds gotcha. so we were able to put you know up to four thousand pounds in the elevator and move stuff uh safely. 10-4. Um, so as we broke the machine down, I had to ensure that nothing weighed more than 4,000 pounds. Mm. Now, there was a monster uh, armature, and it was at 5,200 pounds. And I had to make a custom, had a, made a custom rig and had a giant electric hacksaw huh. and had that Dude. thing run. And yeah, <laughs> cut the... Uh, cut the shaft the shaft was about two feet wide man solid steel oh my gosh yeah if you ever if you ever ever go through like my linkedin page um yeah checked out those photos you can kind of almost see the story of that project from uh from the day my my partner 
my ex-partner, good friend, Chris, um, started the project and kind of see the progressions. You could actually see the machinery we took out, the machinery we put in. Um, but yeah, that, that, that part had to get cut down, down to 4,000 pounds. So it was a lot of, that's crazy. A lot that's of planning crazy. and then fit through like a 36 inch door. So it, that, that right. comes down to all like experience and skill set, and, you know, setting up the project. Um, and then just, you know, really just getting at it, man. Yeah. Just that, that, that love, that love for the labor, man. Take that thing that's apart. Fun. It's fun, man. That, that far is fun. You know, it's, yeah. it's good. I like that stuff. I have a, I have a question I've always wanted to know about. The, the safety mechanisms on elevators because you know you see in movies when they just sure. fall yeah. and then yeah. and then you're if you're standing in an elevator i think everyone here has probably done it when it's about to get to the bottom you just jump and you feel it yeah you know, listen man the whole I'll thing just, move like what like tell me about it like what is the nah, possibility for, for, of for, for, for listen for one object emotion stays in motion right so <laughs> the chances of you actually timing that perfectly and and jumping right before it hits the buffer at the bottom is Nah, I don't know what the I don't know what the odds are, but it, they're 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 big, man. Especially like, off the sixty floors, and yeah. not in you know, not and not in your favor, you know. <laughs> so let's say it. let's say something happened though, and maybe a, a cable broke or the old I don't know what they run on now, but something like something happened listen, and the cab listen. itself fell. What it what goes into it? Okay, like, what so do couple, you have? Couple, couple, couple things. One, I mean, the chances of the cables all shearing is is it, it's. I don't know. I don't even. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever happened. You know. I think the building hit. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure. Maybe in some. You know. Uh, catastrophes. But outside of a normal operation, generally the chances. You know. Of it, of the cables going on their own. I mean. I, I don't know of any story. Because um, even if you lost, so you have a counterweight, and the counterweight uh, is is call it behind or the side. It, it kind of counterbalances the weight of the car. So let's just say your your car, your your cab that you know you kind of stand in. Let's just say that weighs a thousand pounds, um, and it has a capacity of uh, let's just call it a thousand pounds. So the counterweight frame will it's going to weigh a thousand pounds to match the weight of the whole car, the gotcha. cab, the steel, the whole thing. It's going to match the weight at a thousand, and then you're going to balance that with an additional forty percent. So that'll be another four hundred pounds. So your counterweight on an empty car is going to be, you know, always heavier. Gotcha. So, right. Huh. So they call it a traction elevator, right? So the amount of, this is all engineering this way, you know, out of, I had the basic understanding of, it. I couldn't make the calculations, but the number of ropes utilized um, outside of the required, like breaking strength um, is the term. There's a lot, a lot of factors that go into it, but the, hence the name traction you need X yeah. amount of ropes to create traction. So as the the shiv spins, the elevator will move in a controlled manner. So if you lost one or two cables, what will end up happening is you won't have enough traction. And since the counterweight's heavier on an empty car, the ele- elevator will actually go to the top. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. That's, yeah, yeah. That's cool. So you'd have to be, you'd have to be, you'd have to be heavier. The load in the car would have to be heavier than the actual counterweight frame huh. for you to, lose two ropes again and lose traction then you're going to go down right now there's a you know at that point <laughs> if you're going to go into like this sort of controlled free fall i don't imagine it you know it's going to go but you have another independent rope attached to the car called the governor now the governor 
it, it, it's there to prevent an overspeed uh, scenario. So let's okay. just say that the car was rated for a thousand pound, a thousand feet per minute. Um, when it goes over X threshold, mm. so it's, it's the speed starts to increase. It knows that that elevator should only travel a thousand feet per minute. Mm. It's like it's been calibrated and knows. So as the elevator spins, that that device is spinning because it's attached to the to the elevator cab, and it's going. So if you have a scenario where you start where you start to overspeed in the down direction, what'll happen is it's almost like a parachute effect. What'll happen is the governor will rotate two feet. You know, it'll overspeed, open up a jaw. A jaw will will will, will basically drop down and, and stop the rope from spinning. That's that so rope cool. that rope that's attached to the cab is uh, almost like a ripcord, right? Now it can't. Mm. The cab's still moving, but the rope shouldn't be moving. And that rope is what uh, the, they call the governor rope will activate the safety jaw that's uh, generally under the elevator, which will grab the elevator rails to so stop. So it the goes elevator. out and it stops the elevator. That's awesome. Yeah, the jaws, the jaws underneath, man, is pretty. Uh, that's pretty nuts. wild, man. Yeah, oh. there's so so much science and engineering uh, that goes into that. But uh, I guess in real, like you know, basic terms, that's that's. You know, there's 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 so many devices in place to prevent. Yeah. They, they, I know, and I don't know if it's a maybe. You know, I've, I've heard this statement that uh, you know elevators is the safest form of public transportation. They're they're just cool. you know, it's there's just way too. There's a lot of things in place to prevent you know, you know things going terribly wrong. Not to say that things can't go wrong. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it is machinery, but there's a lot of like checks and balances in there. That's cool. Now, if, if, yeah, you know, and then at the bottom you have what we, we call them buffers and, you know, depending on the speed of the car, they could be a spring, uh, it could be solid if it's really slow or there'll be hydraulic like oil buffers. And there, there again, the, the rating, uh, and their strength the capacity would, is it going to be based on the speed of the car, the, the, the weight of the car. So a lot of things go into it. So you know that thing's gunning down and it hits that buffer. The the, the buffer is, is is designed to take that impact, huh? And That's absorb cool. the impact. Granted, you're not you're you're probably going to break your legs if you're in the car. You know it's going to yeah. be pretty bad. It's not you know, um. And those devices, you know, we test them when we first uh, you know, install the elevator, and then okay. thereafter, at least here in the states, um, that that level of testing is required every five years. How do you so test we them? Lo- Test weights. Okay, you just put. Yeah, yeah. So if the if the capacity is four thousand, you put four thousand pounds of uh, test weights in there, and um, and hitting, you know, you'll hit the buffer at uh what we call like full load. Um, and that would be a, a four thousand pounds worth of test carts in there. That's so cool. Yeah. So listen, I mean, yeah, you're just hoping it, it, it. You know, you pre-test the stuff, but it's aggressive, man. Yeah. The, the problem. I, I might go be an elevator guy now. Yeah, no. The problem with it is it's it's uh the problem with that testing. I compare it to like an airbag, right? It's only one way to test the airbag, right? right. And then you kind of put it back. You don't know if it's going to work the next time, but um, no, it, it's it's very aggressive testing huh. that, that happens. But it may, you know, it it, it it it'll 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 uh, bring to light. So something really fast if it, if it doesn't work you know right. that's right well i mean 
if Hollywood ever needs anybody, Ed Riviera, uh, local union one, TKE yeah. in New York, he's got a consultant job just waiting. I mean, yeah. dude, that was awesome. You just schooled us there. Walker, what do you that think? Is, dude, that was sweet. I've always, I, I, I've, I've heard, I've always wondered like, you know, what systems there are actually. And so now I can go jump in the elevator and scare everyone and know that nothing's going to happen. And if it does, yeah. we're going to go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the most part, for the most part, for the most part. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't go jumping in elevators, I'll leave, man. I'll leave uh, out the most part. Yeah. You know, you know what happened? You'll end up hitting, you'll be flying up the hoistway. You'll hit a door lock and that elevator will shut off. Oh, so like, geez. like, like those, you know, the hole doors, they're, they, yeah. they, they have uh, interlocks in there and the elevator, any safety circuit that's opening. And if that elevator is in flight, it doesn't just like, let me just slow down. Something's happening. No, it's Stop. like, uh, uh, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so don't, don't go jumping in elevators, man. <laughs> well, can't problem. I'm going to try to transition here. You know, Ed, you always talk about uh, teaching. You talk about it all the time. If anyone doesn't follow Mr. Ed on uh, LinkedIn, I will definitely put that in the show notes. And we're going to put some of those pictures he's got up in the show notes to share. But, you know, you always talk about how do you plan, prepare, and execute. And so whenever you're you're, you're trying to train an apprentice or someone on your job site, you're leading the cruise, what's some of the main things that you're looking for? To train them on there or like when I, what I'm looking for in them? Yeah. Or yeah. Let's listen, man. I think the, uh, you know, ad- attitude and ethics, right. That, that, that's that those, those are things I, I can't necessarily teach somebody. Right. Um, for the most part, or don't really have the time to, I think you come in with the right attitude, um, and, and, and ready to work. You know, I, I, I tell guys all the time, man, you, you come on, I, I'm known to be, you know, keep high standards, right. I, I don't deviate from my standards. They, they, they remain high. Um, but in return, I'm going to educate you. So if you're going to come in here and you're going to, you know, kind of play by the rules, you know, right. for, for the for the team, I'm going to invest. I, I love it, man. I, I love to, to 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 train and teach. But I'll have, you know, I can have, uh, you know, a young young apprentice or, or mechanic who will kind of come onto the job and just not have just not have it, like not have the, the right attitude. And for me. I'm not just going in to collect a paycheck, right? I really, I really love my profession and 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 my industry, and I also feel that my time on a project um, is to add value to that profession and that industry. So I take my time with who I'm going to like train and work with as an investment. So I take the people who work alongside me pretty serious. Um, if you come in there and you just uh, just you just don't really want to be there, I've had it plenty of times. That guy come on to the job. And just really poor attitude. I'm like, listen, man, you, you, I can't fire you, but you don't have to work here. You know, mm. just I'll call the office, let them find a place for you to work. Um, Cause I, I value, I value my time too. Right. I value my, the time I'm going to take to teach. Um, and, and I'm known for that here. Um, you know, you know, the two, the high standards and, and the teaching, right. We seven o'clock we're starting hammers are swinging. There's no, you know, we're not coasting here. We're putting in, you know, we're producing for the whole day. Which but means again, get there at 630, right? Yeah. You know, you know what? I, 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 I um, people have different, you know, uh, views and, and views on that. So it's oh. for me, it's listen, man, you, you want to walk in at, at, at 658. Cool. But don't, you're not sitting down to eat breakfast, man. Seven o'clock with these hammers yeah. and 
you know, like we used to say, asses and elbows are going in, you know, at That's seven right. o'clock. <laughs> That's right. Getting to work. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, you don't have, yeah, some, a lot of, most of us, you know, uh, the people I've, I've worked with, we, you know, we're there early, 630. Um, it's kind of how I grew up in this business. You came early, you, yep. you sat down, you, you had coffee, you read the paper or you chatted with the guys. Right. And at, right. at seven o'clock, um, it was like almost military. Boom. Everyone jumped up and you just went right to work, man. You went right to produce. Um, that, that's, 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 uh, honestly, I think that's just the way it, it should be. Um, we're coming in to produce. And, that, uh, that, that first part, I mean, it's so, if I can go talk to any person, I mean, I, I did that with my superintendent. I know I told Walker before, but man, I spent time just investing in my superintendent, going, getting a cup of coffee, just talking to him. You know, just getting yeah. to know him. And in turn, he told me stuff about his life, but he also talked to me and taught me so much. And it gained our trust about the job. So whenever, you know, crap at the fan, he knew I could, he could trust on me. Like, Dave's got my back. We're going to work together well. And it's so funny because, like you said, so many people have those different, you know, opinions. But, man, just 30 minutes in the, in the morning, that's all you're doing to spend more time with your crew. Like, oh, yeah. It, it'll drastically, the, like, the – trajectory like you're talking about your career but the trajectory with your team like that just pushes it so much further oh yeah that connection right we're coming in there to produce because you all you have that mindset right you have that that, that like man we're gonna we're gonna and i say it execute excellence let's go you know or i, I say like uh, let's go play elevators boys you know <laughs> it's time to play elevators let's get out there and and and, and do it and you know and for me and I guess for, for them as well, it's like, okay, I have enough. Cause when I was, when I was, when I was an apprentice, man, I want to work with the top guys. I want to work with the guys who have the most knowledge because I want to soak up this knowledge, you know, sure. mm-hmm. um, let me, let me find that person. Um, and I have, I have a lot of knowledge to give, you know, um, and you know, the people who work with me, they, they know that and, and, and they know I'm so willing to teach, Yeah, you know, so willing to teach. And so also willing to let you, you know, fly on your own to some extent, not a micromanaging level, like here, this is the task. This is how we should, we're, cause we got to, you know, we it's not just go and just do a job. Like we, we don't, we got to do, you know, job hazard analysis. We got to, you know, we, we, you know, I don't just jump and say, go figure out how to build an elevator. It's more like, all right, this is the plan for the day. This is the equipment we need. This is the safety equipment we need. This is the tooling, the material. Like that's all for me to get all prepared and communicate that at the beginning of the project, uh, the beginning of the day, and then kind of get out there and have them execute. And then just, you know, check on in. Hey, by the way, um, you know, the coffee time, you know, or lunchtime. Hey, how, you know, how we're looking, where are we at? Right. Or pick up a you know, call me, you know, because I'm probably building my own elevator at the same time. Yep. Um, but always like a phone call, phone call away to learn. And then sometimes I walk in, I go, what did you guys just do? This is this is terrible. Really? But let me, yeah. Like, let, but let me tell you why. You know, yeah. just breaking. You know, breaking chops. But uh, no, teaching. But, you know, yeah. Teaching. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, like, oh, okay. Well, you know, what could have we done differently? Like, right. let's review that. You know, let's review. You know, and you're just gonna get better. So, I'll have a, a, a technician. You know, you, you call it like a young mechanic, and you know, I'll have multiple cars on a project. And his car, let's just say, is maybe a couple of weeks behind, two or three weeks behind. Then, say, one of like a, an A mechanic car, 
dude, that's not three weeks, two weeks lost, man. That's like two to three weeks invested that, 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 that he's going to just get better, you know? Good. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Super good. Well, it's yeah, like, running, it, as a young guy, you know, you want to feel like you are being invested in, I know for me and Davis being, you know, young guns, I guess on the on project, like you, you want that investment and you want to show that you can do it. And as an older guy, looking at the younger guy, you want them to prove that they can do it. So, you know, every little, every little bit counts. And for you, it sounds like you'll give them not, Hey, go do this. You'll give them a task. Like here's yeah. one thing I want you to do and show me, show to me that you can do that. And when they do it, all right, here's, here's one, two. And then yep. here's one, two, three. And so you just start building and building. And as a young guy, that's the best, you know, cause there's, I think there's a balance of like being thrown into the fire and at the same time in an organized manner, you know? Yeah. So, and, it, and yeah. to me, that's the best way to learn, like jump into the fire, but do it like organized, you know, and yeah. it's, just, it's, it's, it's growing, but growing very quick. Yeah. And you know, you, you, you know, and that, and that safety factor too, you know, just like you go out there, man, go, you, I, I got your back, you know? And, um, yep. You know, there's certain tasks I won't leave alone, right? Moving four thousand pounds, I, I'm I'm there, I'm in there. There's nobody, I'm, you know, right? Uh, you know, it's just too much. There's too much that can go wrong too fast. Not to be, you know, involved with that. But at the same time, they're seeing all of that happen. You know, one of the best feelings for me, you know, even like when I finished this project and I was stepping away from the company and going somewhere new, um, was like all the awesome like messages I got from the guys in the field, there's like the thank yous and everything. And I'm only a phone call away. They know that, you know, I'm never going to be, you know, not be a resource for them, but it feels good to me knowing that I'm able to have that kind of positive impact in somebody's career. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's tremendous. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, to see them grow, man. That's it. I love when it's like, man, I want, I want to, I'm going to be better than you, you know? I was like, shit, I hope so. Like, you know? Keep going, man. That's right. Yeah. I ain't scared, you know. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. what I want, you know. Because you'll right. have people sometimes not wanting to teach in fear of like, you know, somebody outshining them or some, you know, you, mm. people have sometimes have this mindset like, I'm not going to yeah. teach this guy because I don't want him to grow, or you know, I don't want you know this kid is pretty smart. I don't want him to you know outshine me or I'll lose my job. That I don't understand, but I, I know it does occur. You know, I don't have that fear. Um, I want everybody to grow. It only makes the industry stronger when you have stronger um, technicians, you know, and and and, okay. and, and, and eager and 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 uh, you know, strong apprentices. It's 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 a win for everybody, man. Well, really I'm is. writing that. I'm writing that down because we can have a whole different podcast, not even talking about elevators and battle mode. Like, there's huge. That's a huge issue, and um, and we're gonna have to have you back because I didn't get to ask yeah. the questions, but. Not just elevators, anybody, anybody that was looking to get in the construction industry and, and they're young, they're like me and Walker. I don't know about how, about your age, but uh, what would you tell them to, what would you tell the qualities for them to have to enter the construction industry? Oh, the qualities. I mean, you, it, eager, man, to, to learn, right? Have this desire to learn, uh, have this desire to, 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 you know, really want to learn the craft, not, not just for like, like, oh, I want to go collect a paycheck, man. I, I you, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get paid. You can make a great living. Um, but learn, learn, have that desire to learn your craft, man. Own it, own, own your profession, own your craft, learn it. Um, and it starts with sweeping. 
<laughs> it really, it it, it telling it really it start it starts with sweeping. That's like one of my 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 test of uh, when I get a new apprentice on the job. Do me a favor, clean up the shanty. Here's a broom. Here's a vacuum, and I'll go and I'll leave you. I'll leave you for I'll leave you for the morning, you know. And I'll come back and I'll I, I've been blown away by some guys, you know. And I'm like, holy crap! I'm like this 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 uh, there's a kid, first year apprentice that was on my project, Vinny. Holy smokes, man! I came in. I was like. Did you work at Home Depot or something, man? This place is immaculate. Like, you know? <laughs> <Are you serious? laughs> yeah. That I'm like, awesome. wow, the label is incredible. And I just like this kid, he 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 took a task and he took ownership of that took task. Ownership, yeah. Yeah. And that's like that's that's you know, just because and I've also been around, you know, folks where it was like, um clean this and walk in there and it was beneath them. Like, dude, this is okay. It's not going to really work out for you with me. If that's too much for you to do, um, take ownership. Cause that just shows me whether or not you can take ownership of a task. Right. So well, man, it's, yeah, it's like, I mean, honestly, it's like the parable of, of the servant in the Bible. If, if you can take ownership of something small, then you can take ownership of something a lot bigger, but it starts with the small thing. It does, man. It really, it, honestly, it does. It, it transcends, right, from the that that basic task and those habits and the organization and the neatness. And it kind of like it will help you and it will roll over. And it also shows, like, you, again, your desire, desire to learn, mm-hmm. and your your eagerness to learn, and and then essentially follow direction, right? Because you have to be able to. Sometimes you get on a job, and that's your your responsibility for the first six eight months is getting coffee and sweeping. Yeah. Um. But you know, we're always watching. That's right. That is a that is a great note. If you don't think someone's watching, they are. There's yeah. always someone watching. But Ed, yep. you know, closing out. I know you have a two year old and, and got a family, yep. so we want to value your time. But but our, our last question is, you know, you've you've done a lot, man. Twenty years. That's incredible. And in sixteen years of it, uh, with a, a union and just building, just getting to use your hands and a lot of experiences that encompass all that. You know, what is some knowledge and wisdom that you would tell your 20-year-old self if you could go back in time with, with what you've learned so far in your life? You're going to be where you want to be 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. You, you're, yeah. You, yeah, you're going to be there. And I, you're, you're, you're going to be there, man. Keep, 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 that, keep, that, you know, keep that belief in yourself up. It's not going to steer you wrong. That's cool. That's, uh, you know, what I would tell myself 20 years from now. I, uh, yeah, I'm I'm so happy and proud of you know where I am in my you know my personal life and and in my career and my profession. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, you know it didn't happen overnight. It was day in day out of uh, just work and you know wasn't complacent. It was like everything I was doing was in order to like excel mm-hmm. from you know apprenticeship to mechanic to to foreman so and good. you know to the stuff I'm doing now is just. You know, just keep keep believing yourself. It's never it's, it's not gonna it's never gonna go out of style, man. And you get to a certain point at the same time while you're while you're growing is, man. I, I you want to grow too? You you want to grow too? Let's do this together. You know, awesome. Helping, helping people helping people along the way. And um, that's something I've you know done from the beginning, and it's something I'm super passionate about now. When I say like, you know, build elevators, build escalators, but above all, like build each other. That's it. where it's at, man. We, 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 we should all be winning. We could do it together for sure. That's right. That's right, man. Ed, that's awesome. That what a great closing statement too, man. That was huge. It, seriously. We truly appreciate you being on the show today and 
I, I, I know I can speak for Davis. We both learned a ton about <laughs> elevators and about life in general, about the union and about you, man. And, and that's like we said earlier, that's what it's about. It's about people. Uh, and we truly appreciate you and, and all that you do. Yeah, man. No, thanks. Thanks for having me on, man. Keep, keep this, keep this stuff going. You guys are doing an, an amazing job, you know, bringing out the construction community and, um, highlighting some really, really cool things, man. They're, they're, we're passionate people. That's right. We're passionate people. And like, right. This is like the, the 21st century. This is how we're all connecting. Yeah. Um, LinkedIn has been an amazing platform to, to do that. And, not too many people in the construction industry utilize it um, to the extent, I guess, like, you yeah. know, like myself True. and you, you guys. Um, so yeah. it's great. There's a community out there who, who and, and, and you never know who's listening, you know, kind of hears that story, gets yeah. inspired. Sometimes I feel like, man, I've, I've said my story like 500 times. People are part, you know, tired of hearing it, but you never know. You can, you can, you know, that one person who didn't hear it, maybe they're inspired by it, like, oh, okay, you know what? All right. It's, it's going to, it's going to be a long road, but it's, it's going to be a rewarding like journey mm. so keep 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 that up that's right and i thank you so much thank you for your time man thanks guys appreciate it thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast today we cannot tell you how thankful we are for every single one of our listeners and we genuinely want to know and learn about you a little bit more so if you're interested uh, maybe sending us a question or just saying hey or wanted to talk to us a little bit please reach out to us at contact at laying-foundations.com if you need if you didn't hear that didn't understand it you can go in our show notes and just click on the link and write us an email please we would absolutely love to hear from you seriously me and davis get excited every single time we get an email from one of our listeners it it, it genuinely makes our day but if you want to find out a little bit more about us uh via social media davis is going to tell you a little bit how to do that yeah thanks walker guys like walker said Reach out to us any way you can. We appreciate feedback, whether you like it or not. You know, it helps us grow in any way. We're welcome. We're, we're here to listen. And whenever you guys tell us, we're going to try to implement that into our strategy. But how to get in contact with us on social media. We have a LinkedIn account called the Lang Foundations Podcast. We have uh, Walker, Walker Lott's LinkedIn profile. We have Davis Hambrick LinkedIn profile. We have a TikTok page called Lang.Foundations. We have an Instagram page, Lang foundations and then you know that's where we're at these are all down in the in the show notes but guys we just want to put this out there and however you want to get in contact with us we're, we're, we're imploring you please just reach out to us we'll respond we'll get back to you and we want to hear from you that, that you're the reason one of the reasons why we're doing this we want to hear from you we want to hear feedback how can we grow and how can we get better because like we said before um receiving accountability and receiving feedback is one of our core values and that defines walker and i at our core we want to hear your feedback and we want to be, be held accountable